Hi, it's Tap Horner. Thanks for tuning in today to the Forish Success Podcast, an inspirational program about overcoming the I'm Too Small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. And now, here's your host, my beautiful wife and Christian business mentor, Katie Horner. Hey, before we get started today with the third in the Nehemiah series, I've got a special message from you here from my friend, Connie. One time I had someone say to me, Connie, everything in your life is an energy drainer. You need to have an energy charger. Have you ever felt like that? Well, that's when I decided to take up painting and realized that being creative could bring me real joy. I am Connie Buskell with Let's Paint Runaways, and I love to get people to take a break and find joy through painting. I realize that true joy comes from the Lord, which is why I really enjoy combining painting and our faith. I believe that we were created by a creator in his image, which allows us all to be creative. All we need to do is have a willingness to try. So if you're thinking that maybe you need an energy charger, why don't you find us on Facebook at Let's Paint Runaways. We'd love to have you join us. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the silence that happens in our business. The silence. How many of you have had silent times in your business? How many of you have had things go through your head like, I put this out there, I did all this work, and it's just crickets. I mean, I'm working my tail off and nothing's happening. Quiet, right? It's so quiet. How come nobody sees? How come there's no engagement? How come I can't grow this thing? How come it seems like I'm just working over here in the dark, in invisible? And we get a little bit like, wanting to kick back at that silence, right? After a little bit, those thoughts start turning against ourselves. They start turning against God. Lord, don't you know what you're doing? But I want us to look at Nehemiah today, and I want us to look at what he did as he was preparing to do the great work that God had called him to that he was not qualified for. Because most of us don't feel qualified deep down in our souls, if we were truly honest about it, for the work that God is asking us to do. And I want us to learn from Nehemiah's moment of silence and what he went through, how we can also appreciate those moments of silence in our own business. So today, if you want to go read where Nehemiah chapter two in the Bible, I want you to recognize the silent parts and what that means as it applies to your business. There are times that God gives us a vision. And maybe it's not yet time to share it. Maybe it's not yet time to take action because there's some things that have to happen before that can take place. There are times when we need to be doing everything we can to move the vision forward, to do the work. And there's still times where there is silence. And there may be times when God is calling you to be silent when you don't want to be. And there's a reason for that too. And so in Nehemiah chapter 2, Nehemiah has arrived with his soldier ensemble back at Jerusalem. He stopped along the way and talked to the people that the king gave him letters to, to ask for their help in providing materials for this job he was about to do. But he gets to Jerusalem and in chapter two, verse 11 and 12, it says, so I went to Jerusalem and I was there for three days. And so he still hasn't told the people why he's there. All right, here he comes. 
with his whole entourage of soldiers and animals and whatever. And he's there for three days and nobody knows why he's there. All right. So he arrives without fanfare, but he does have a large company. He's got this protection from the king, the soldiers with him, which I still find very interesting in this story. But he's there for three days without telling the people what he's doing. And then he says, I rose in the night and I had a few men with me. And I told no one what my God had put into my heart to do. He said, there was no animal with me except the one I rode on. And I and some men with me went out by night into the valley gate, into the dragon spring and to the dung gate. And I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down and its gates that had been destroyed with fire. And I went to the fountain gate and to the king's pool. And there was no room for the animal that was under me to even pass because of the ruins. And I went back up by night to the valley and inspected all of the wall. And I turned back and entered in at the valley gate. And so I returned. And the officials did not know what I had done or where I had gone or what I was doing, as I had not yet told the Jews and the priests and the nobles and the officials and the rest of them who were going to do the work. All right. So what did he do? He goes out by night and inspects the work. He goes out silently. There was no talking. There was inspection. And part of this was because he's still trying to remain under the radar of the enemies. Remember, this is a city that has been broken down and lies in ruins and rubble. All right. There are enemies around them and they have no protection. And the moment if the enemy saw them out at night, who knows what would happen? And so he's going out by night secretively so as to not draw attention, so as to not create a fuss, so as to not have questions about what he's doing, and he's evaluating the work that is in front of him. He's taking measurements. He's looking at what is available in terms of what they have they'll be able to reuse from the materials. He's taking stock about what is before them and the amount of the task and the places that need work. I imagine after 150 years, there may be plants and trees and things that have grown up over the ruins. We've got to clean up before we can even start rebuilding. And so he's taking in all of this before he's even announced to anyone why he's there and what it is that God has called him to do. And so he doesn't even appear to have much, but he's got prayer. And a lot of us in business feel like the world is looking at us like we don't have much. And yet, my friend, we are serving the living God. We feel like we're doing this thing and nothing's happening. And yet, this is the silent time. This is the preparation time. This is the darkness before the dawn in which God is working, in which he's allowing us to take stock and evaluate, to make plans for what is to come. One of the wisest things you can do before starting a project or a new journey is to pause and evaluate. And for some of us, that means saying yes to some things. And for others of us, that means saying no. What did Nehemiah say no to, to do this? He said no to his whole existence. His whole life and livelihood was back at the king's palace, countries away. And he said no to that for a time to go and do what God was calling him to do. What did he say yes to? He said yes to a dangerous journey. He said yes to unknowns. He said yes to a job he wasn't prepared for. He said yes to people who didn't even know him. But he knew God was calling him to do this. When we started our business in Mexico, we said yes to things that we didn't think we were prepared for either. We had no clue how to do business back when we started. 
We didn't know where this journey was going, and yet every step of the way, God provided what we needed in those silent moments. Those moments in which we were evaluating what we were doing, in which we were crying out to God for direction, in which we were asking God to show us what we should do next, how we should talk to the people who were going to help us or the people who were in charge of the next decisions that had to be made. Crying out to God to do something with this passion and this desire that he'd put in our hearts and our hands. Those were the moments before the dawn. Those were the moments before the victories, and they were necessary moments in the journey. And I know that there are some of you listening to the sound of my voice right now who are feeling this. You are struggling in the darkness, wondering if God even sees what you're doing. And that's why you're here. Because he wants to tell you right now in your ear that the plans are his, and he is already providing the provision and the path and the community and the workers that you need to help you do what he's called you to do. There is no right or wrong answers when we're evaluating what's up ahead of us. There's no way some of us can know all of the details to come. But the evaluation and the planning and the quiet introspection is biblical and is a necessary part of preparing to step into what God is calling you to do. It's necessary for you to be willing to take it to the Lord in the silence and in the darkness and say, I'm here and I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do because this passion and this vision that you've given me, this thing that you want for your people, I'm willing to do it. Show me what to do next. Show me what resources I have. Show me where to start. Consider this vision where he's taking you. Consider the dangers, consider the limitations, and then consider your God and know how big he is. Take stock in your business today. What is it that you need? What is it that you need going into this? Before I go to events, I sit down and I say, okay, what do I need to learn? Who's going to be there that I need to talk to? What questions do I need answers to? How do I best prepare for this? Because this is one of the ways that God is raising up a community around you and your business, around me and my business, the people that you meet at those events. Some of them become your long-term best friends and partners in business. (laughs) Who do you need to meet? What questions do you need answers to? What things or resources do you need? What things do you need to learn to move your business forward? Take some time in this silent moment before the building starts before the movement starts, before the crazy chaos starts, and ask yourself those questions and ask the Lord those questions. If you've got a spouse or a partner in business, ask those questions with them. What do we need to learn to take our business to the next step? What is it that God's called us to do? Who do we need to talk to? What questions do we need to get answered? How could we make this happen? What resources are at our disposal? What work needs to be done before the real work can start? And maybe you don't feel qualified for this. I'm sure Nehemiah didn't. But God rarely calls the qualified, my friend. He rarely calls the qualified. He is qualifying us in the journey of doing the thing that he's called us to do. Because he says, faithful is he that calls you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24. He's the faithful one. He's the one that does the work. He's the one who qualifies in the midst of the journey. And just as Nehemiah went out and spent time 
with the Lord, walking around that city and evaluating the work that was ahead and praying over the job, we also need to be walking the walls of our business, walking around, literally taking stock, evaluating the work that is to be done, bringing that before the Lord, spending that time with him, praying over it. If you have a home office, how many of you have walked around that office praying over that office space that God would be there? that his presence would fill it, that he would fill you with wisdom as you work in that space. If you have a home shop, if you have a storefront, if you have an art studio, if you're working from your car, if you have a place that where you are physically doing business from, have you covered it in prayer? We need to be walking around. We need to be, we need to be covering our work in prayer. Our walls, walking around those walls and evaluating and covering it with prayer, giving it to God, and then going back with his wisdom to make our plans known to those that he is preparing to help us in the work. And that's coming in the next episode. I hope that you're enjoying these, and I hope that the Holy Spirit will take his words from this. And so you can go and read through Nehemiah and be amazing to read through the book of Nehemiah. I've been reading it a lot lately and preparing for this series, but just let it sink in that much further because of God's words and how he's worked in the past. That's what instructs our our now. That's what instructs our present. And that's what gives us hope for the future. God is doing an amazing thing in you and in your business, my friend. And I'm so glad that you are here and that you chose to listen to this today. Wherever you are, if you'd like to go over to foryoursuccesspodcast.com and leave me a comment or a message, I would love to hear from you. If you've got a question we can answer on a future episode, we'd love to do that. Are you looking for a faith-building podcast all about Jesus? Check out Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira on Charisma's Podcast Network. This podcast will encourage your faith to believe God for good things, fill you with boldness in your new identity in Christ and cause your heart to burn with passion for Jesus as we reveal more of his work, his gospel, with testimonies, teaching, and inspiring interviews with leaders in the body of Christ. See how you can join the conversation to reveal more of Jesus today to a hurting world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. God bless. I want to honor you for taking time to invest in yourself and your business by listening in today. The Forest Success Podcast is brought to you by Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com. Wherever you're listening, please leave us a comment or review. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.FourierSuccessPodcast.com. And remember, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? 
I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.